Hello and welcome back to the Truck and Driver podcast. Sorry for the gap between episodes. It's been super busy and we just haven't been able to catch up with each other. But anyway, I am Dougie Rankin and I'm joined once again by... The Right Honourable Christopher Madison. Hiya. <sighs> well, I'm right sometimes, but I'm never honourable, so you can pick the bits out of that and uh, <laughs> do what you will. <laughs> Broad broadcasting live from Scania S500 where yes. are you this fine evening or not? I'm, uh, I'm parked I'm parked on a farm in Waltham Abbey in Essex Abbey View uh, salads I've got a full shoot of uh, rather delicate and expensive peppers you know, uh, pepper plants to go into the greenhouse uh, fridge oh. has to be on all night keeping them warm which is ironic for a fridge but there you go mm. um these little darlings want to be at 18 degrees all night, so um, I'm uh, I'm not bothered about fridge. It's kind of a it's kind of a comforting noise. It's like being at womb, I imagine. Mm. And all, all these people that get seriously irate about fridges just need to listen to some Pink Floyd and have a drink and just go to sleep. I think. Don't wind mm-hmm. me up. I stopped at Colstoworth last week. I way down with some more for this place, and um, he shoved me in the fridge bit. I thought oh, this could be fun, but. One man's fridge is, you know, is another man's fridge. It was quite nice. Oh, it was, did you find it was kicking in and out regularly? Or does it kind of just sit on most of the time? Well, so. because we're keeping warm, it kicks mm-hmm. in and out. In summer, you never hear from it. You know, once they're in at 18 degrees, mm-hmm. unless it's ridiculously hot, it doesn't sort of come in and out at night at all to keep them cool. Because it's always about, you know, whatever temperature's in there when we shut the doors, it... it kind of stays that way but um obviously trying to achieve 18 degrees when it's minus five it's uh mm. it does tend to kick in and out a bit um and it does vary from fridge to fridge depending on how well back doors fit and the rest of it but uh, this one i've not heard a squeak out of this one since i landed at half six here I, I, I guess i'm oh, sorry when you go no i was just gonna say you know now we're nicely into this you can guarantee within the next ten minutes it will kick in and it'll be uh, it'll be rattling my teeth, but um, there's not a lot I could do about that really. So, uh, <laughs> I'm, in my, I'm in my slippers and smoking jacket and cravat now, so I'm not getting out. So, uh. <laughs> well, I guess if you're parked on a farm, if it was annoying you, you could always just like drop the trailer and pull forward. I guess to get a little bit away from it. I don't know. No, I just think if your fridge annoys you, you're just a bit of a Karen really, and to get a grip. <laughs> I don't understand it because it's not—it's not like it's somebody playing drums upstairs, is it? Or, or playing techno all night? It's just, bzzz, and it's—it's it's nice. I don't know. I quite like listening to radiators at home. I'm, I'm perhaps I'm on the spectrum, or perhaps there's no perhaps in it. Perhaps I'm definitely on spectrum. I don't know. I don't, I don't mind it. I really don't care. But I know people do naughty things in truck stops at night. They come around and turn them off and, and do all kinds of things. But yeah, I why could... would you do something like that? There was someday there was a, one of the American um, YouTube accounts that, that I watch sometimes um, about truckers. He was saying there'd been a spate of um, fifth wheels getting pulled around yeah. a particular area, like people were out. And obviously, you're going in the morning i always i always check that in the morning when i get when you're parking and yeah, i yeah. always specifically look at that you know because just yeah. thinking some bugger could go and go and do that well this yeah. is it you know this is the difference between you you know your 15 minute pottering about with a cup of coffee and having a look in it and those that don't and 
the first time you don't and it falls off, you're knackered. So it always pays to have a wander around. Um, I, don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not God. I just stick a torch on my heed, make a brew, fire her up, check back doors, check tyres, have a look at pin, mm. have a look at airlines, and then we go. I mean, what, uh, I mean, what are you? What are you realistically doing? The bulk of it for fifteen minutes. That you know. I'm not uh, entirely sure what DVSA <laughs> think you're doing for fifteen minutes because even if you were in a wheelchair, you'd still get round in five. Um, yeah, unless they've got some secret remit that we've not read, i.e., you're supposed to get on top and knock all ice off with a shovel or something before you set off. Or perhaps you're supposed to get oh, in and talk to your uh, talk to your plants. Yeah. I don't know. You wouldn't. Be, oh, you wouldn't be allowed on the roof. That'd be or up there. That'd be dangerous, surely. But throwing that. sheet ice through windscreens of uh, that's yeah, that's a thing as well. Aye. How it's it is a, a consideration? Aye. But how the hell you get up there? I'm, you get, I'm not sure. Yeah, so, um, surely ice forming on roofs at fourteen nine or whatever is an act of God, and then it's mm-hmm. up to them to either prove or disprove God exists, isn't it? So, uh, aye. <laughs> You don't really hear it. You don't really hear about it happening, though, do you? Like big clods of snow falling off the roof of things. Like I guess it's because they're moving about kind of a lot of the time. Oh. Do you see that? Do you see big sheets yeah. of snow coming off lorries? I never really noticed. I it. did see a lot of ice flying at me on a morning on those twelve happy years of Cobblefrex. Obviously, dock trailers. Um, unless they've come off morning boat, they've been there two or three days or more sometimes. And yeah, there's plenty of ice comes off top of ferry trailers. Plenty, oh. and um, on that first bit between sort of Immingham Dock and maybe Barnet beyond 180, you'd cop for a two inch thick bit of ice in your chops quite regularly. Gee, geez, but oh. if you're on a if you're in one of these, you get face on because you stupid deep visors in bits. But if you're on a motorbike mm. <laughs> and you get whacked oh, two kilos of ice, I think you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be in bother, aren't you? Um, I mean, if you were that kind of full weight. Pens in your top pocket, clip on tie wearing Derek, or I, 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 I have to function within the rules or I can't sleep. Well, you get it back, wouldn't you? And you'd walk on load with your sweeping brush and your bank roof with its, you know, sliding roofs and all that. But who does? I'll be mm. buggered if I am. Um, yeah. And so now we're on not. fridges. I'll be I'll be buggered mm. if I'm climbing up and having a look. So mm. I don't it? think you get as much ice on uh, on box trailers and and like dear no. because no. obviously ice gets loose anyway when you, you know when sliding roof mm. starts flapping mm-hmm. at fifty six. That's when you start chucking ice at everybody. So game plan would be really wanting to just back off a bit if there's a wagon in front of you throwing ice at you. Just back off for a bit or get round it or just mm. sit there like a dick and uh, take as much as you can in your face. If that's your thing, <laughs> Reverend. Perhaps oh. so. Speaking of deep visors and things, I mean, the, you were in the midst of uh, some part sourcing and contemplation about what to do. Ah. Some customization measures on the Scania. Uh, going back to the last time, has that progressed at all? It, it's progressed, yeah. It's progressed and changed and then um, stopped and then progressed again. Um, I bought a classic headboard and a couple of uh, strands, ambassadors, to go either side and all that business. And then it struck me. Um, from now into summer, assuming I carry on on here with Stuart, um, bulk of my work is 
places like this and places like this are generally tucked down really manky lanes in Essex and uh, Sussex <laughs> and Kent. And if I'm going to be cavorting down lanes, twatting trees with this, I probably yes. don't want to be twatting it with a classic headboard and two strands. No, um, not really. I suppose there's quite a lot of those those areas where the Foden would get under a lot of those tree I, branches, but the Scania cab, oh, it's, not happening. Um, <laughs> it, from July to sort of October last year, I I did some interesting tree damage down here, but it just struck me. I thought, I can't sanction paying to get that box painted and get it launched up there to then rive it off on an oak tree in uh, oh. in Harlow. So I sold that and sold the strands to a chap and um, we're now going to order a full width flat board that, that fits across the front of these um, S cabs as long as you don't have the you know the upstairs factory fitted horrible lights in yes yeah, so it's I, sort of a curious looking yeah they're awful they're the only thing that I don't really like about these but um, so I'm going to order a flat board from JJ going style and I'm just on with what else am I on with um, Christ, it's only today. Um, I need to lie down. What have I just crack ordered? On, crack on, then. <laughs> what have I just ordered today? Hmm. Anyway, um, I've got a deep <laughs> visor, 35 centimetre uh, one piece visor. That's in the ultimate at Rotherham, hopefully being painted. And I've got the corner dirt deflectors for the front corner panels. Therein being painted and nice. with five Volvo roof marker lights to go on front edge of roof, therein having bodies painted. Um, then when he's done that batch, I'm going to drop off. Oh, it's a splitter. That's what we've been doing today. Um, I fitted a low light bar on it and I've grown to detest it. Um, I've, you know, this is me all over and I spend a couple of hundred quid or more and then think, Actually, that's crap. It's going. So, um, yeah, <laughs> low light bar will be coming off shortly when splitters here and painted. Not be going on. And then we have battery box extension that's to paint and stone guard that's to paint. So there will be a second wave of, of paint because Steve and uh, Brian Ultimate are ridiculously busy doing uh, trucks for people. So they're just fitting me in with these bits when they can. So uh, that's where we are with that. Um, that's good. Can you getting that stuff organised and lined up now? Yeah, in time for the summer. Happy days. Well, I'm hoping it'll be on before we paddle to any shows. If we if we paddle, I'm going to Whitchurch. I think. Um, the majority is that middle of June. That that, uh, yeah, that's June. Yeah. Um, you know my thoughts about Peterborough. It's not about yeah. it's not like agoraphobia I've got where I don't want to go to a big gathering or it's just I don't like having to get showered in in hell and, and that's pretty much what you've got but anyway all that aside you know my thoughts I'm not going to go there again but everybody in our yard appears to be going to Peterborough this year mob-handed um, <laughs> ferns are taking their three uh, custom buses uh, Stuart in the corner's going everybody seems to be like Peterborough bloody mad this time so um I've said I'll go, so we'll see. Um, if you go in a gang and you're, you know, parked in a line mm. and you're all sort of geared up for self-sufficiency for the weekend with a marquee and a bit of, a bit of barbecue mm. and that, it's not so bad. I just don't like 
all the shit and mess and well, the, I think I think um, I'm well. Yeah, I think I'm going to go to. I think I'll come down with Steve, the yeah. photographer, and um, uh, as a, as a gesture of um, kindness, um, I'll allow you and your crew to use his shower. Well, that'll do. <laughs> Kaching. Yeah, well, they're all good, clean boys. They're all, um, you know, because I think I'll get the... There's a hotel quite close to it that was all right, and I think I'll probably come down on... Um, let's see, probably come down on the Saturday and do the Sunday, because the Saturday's yeah. a good day for wandering about, because the public right. aren't in your, in your road, and we can chat away to people. And then the week after that, we've got Convoy um, oh. and Wales Convoy at Pembrey, yeah. which is a way out. That's quite, I've never been to Pembrey before, so that'll be quite a good trek for, for me over there. Not that I'm, bloody well, yeah. I'd, well, I'll get into it in a little bit. My road my my uh, road trip that I did yesterday to go and pick up another car. <laughs> yeah. Another quality Vauxhall. Absolutely, yep. My, my YouTube channel's closing in on 10,000 subscribers. Um, I've also got, I, I did get a whole load of video of that Scania 530. Yeah. Um, we'll stay on the Scania thread at the moment now. I, I, I say I really enjoyed my week driving that truck. Um, I suppose if you were in the market for some, I mean, guys that are in the market for new trucks, new Scanias at the moment, it wouldn't matter if it's a 530 or a 540, generally they would bite your hand off if they can get a hold of the truck at all, you know. Yeah. Because um, it's just so long to get a hold of them. Alan Davey was like, just tell them to leave it in the yard. I'll just, you know, I'll have it. I need, I need the trucks. Yeah. Um, but I thought, I, I guess it's going to be, a, a, it's going to be a little bit more expensive than the 540, um, which is about to be replaced by the 560. But mm. of course, I guess you would maybe have to factor in that if you wanted a whole load more of grunt out, it you could get it chipped. I think it's just it's identical, sort of mechanically to the the five ninety and the the six sixty, I believe. Um, but I mean, you know, it, it's kind of hard to um, pick pick fault with the things overall, like the cab yeah. layout and everything, the space in them's superb. Mm. But because it was so new, it did it did seven and a half mile with the gap. It's finished in seven point seven. Um, and the, the 770 did 7.5, but you can't, people ask myself, what did the fuel economy do? You can't make any judgment or basis on the first week. I had it down the 68 no. and everything, really hard pulling the truck. But, um, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. I did, I did actually, I've never been a fan of electronic handbrakes, but that one works nicely with, uh, you've got the A button below the parking brake button. Yeah. And if you press that on, uh, then all you need to do when you pull up to a roundabout or a junction, put your foot in the brake for a couple of seconds, then you can take it off. And all you need to do is apply the, the accelerator again and away it will go. And yeah, we've got works. that on here. Uh, oh, you got it as well? Yeah, yeah you got your, if you hold your foot brake down for a couple of seconds, you get five seconds or, or whatever. Yeah, I really, I really, I really, um, but that one will stay on as long as it needs to before mm -hmm. you... Yeah. But no, I, I like it a lot. Um, yeah, it's good, um, it's handy. Uh, so I, I've got the article to go in the magazine uh, coming up, but I was thinking about, because I've got the opportunity to do maybe three bigger bumper issues this year. Um, I, sorry for the paper not being uh, upgraded. Apparently there was a problem with stock or something like that. I don't know, but uh, they, they upgraded truck and driver papers on the way soon. Just get that out of the way now. <laughs> Will we still be able to wipe with it? 
Because you're going to no, be too I'm glossy. No, I'm hoping. I'm going to hope that it's going to be too glossy, and oh, if, if anything, no. it's going to make it's going to make things much worse. You know. Well, I'm going to have to go and buy trucking then again, like I used to do for wife Truck, and hunter. Yeah. Trucking's already pretty glossy. It's, oh no! Like, Truck stop news. Then anything that Pip does, I'd, I'd probably <laughs> use. So I'll, I'll, get, I'll get Truck Stop News. He'll, he'll not mind. No, no, he won't mind that. That's, that's fine. fine. Um, uh, and it's very, was... it's very absorbent. This truck stop news I've discovered over the years. Cats are always happy to see a bundle of that stuff coming in. Yeah, <laughs> mm. ah, it's gonna be a punch up, isn't there? Yeah, thinking of bum pad issues. Uh, ah, yeah. an inter magazine punch up at the next show. Yeah, a, a test magazine. A test. Uh, we'll go and do. I was thinking I might. I wanted to do an issue based around sort of. Well, I've done sort of young drivers, new generation sort of. Well, maybe generations of drivers. I was thinking about doing something based around the sort of the old guard, the guys that have been driving, you know, since the 60s and 70s. That's the well, mm. probably mainly the 70s now, I suppose, really. Um, uh-huh. Still going today. Um, and I did think about doing an issue based around Scania because they've got so much on the go. And there's a lot of, um, from a commercial perspective, um, that would, uh, like it or not, that would do really well for us <laughs> because Scania's yep. are the most popular trucks. You ought to go and have a chat with Stephen Fern. He's 75 and still going strong on international and, and the rest I of it. I shall note that down. Uh, he, um, he's, well, I mean, since Fern's tankers went and he um, he set up as S, you know, SDF, and he's he's run all kinds of stuff. He's run Max commercial, uh, commercially, mm-hmm. Foden, Scania's, Maggie Deutsch, you name it. He's run it and he's got album upon album of pictures. Ooh. Of all this stuff, you know, really random, crazy stuff popping out up for ages for a photograph, and um, you know, stopping at Blanc for a photograph, and he's, you know, he's been all all over Europe a mm. hundred times in a hundred different things. You know, they've run nice. all sorts of run from Magnums to Fordens to Sedakis, you name it, they've run mm. a lot, and he's still mm. going strong, steaming up and down in his XXL cab Volvo. And his mm. tea cab, depending which mood he's in. But seventy-five-year-old mm. needs. Uh... No, sounds sounds good. That I think I, um, I would like to hear what the listeners are, uh, that think as mm. well. If I was to go and invest, because I've got the opportunity to put like sort of thirty-two pages, perhaps even more, into the magazine um, uh, supplements and things, and uh, we charge a little bit more for it. But you got a whole load more of con- content, and I think that would be yeah. a good one to you know kind of celebrate yeah, yeah. the old. The old guard, because guys, guys aren't people aren't, uh, aren't around forever, you know, yeah. um, and trucks aren't around forever. Haulage firms aren't around forever. Everyone's always moving on and uh-huh. evolving. So I would, um, yeah, I would be quite quite um, up for that. I've got JB. I've got a whole stack of JB McBean photos to work through as well, which will right. factor into that. I'm just, I'm just well. Uh, I'm waiting for like sort of the, the the nights to get a little light on things and can I get my merger back <laughs> to mm-hmm. get motivated and ins- inspired because I haven't been all that inspired throughout winter. Mm-hmm. Things. I suppose a lot, just every, yeah, <laughs> everybody <laughs> down a bit. But it's oh, uh, well, yeah, I, was, but I was I was on a right strop last week like just a round about the time we did that first podcast i was like i'm jacking it in i'm going back to driving i'm just mm, oh, was. i can't stand i can't tolerate sitting at a desk anymore this isn't for me and then i kind of i was like yeah but I'm, I'm still able to go out and get myself out there on the road sort of um every month pretty much. Like, no. it was 
Mm. Yeah, the paper, the, the paper, paper that did it. He, um, it was excited and it put fresh paper that promises on, on cover at magazine and then it turned up on, on the old paper and that was it. He was off on one big time. We had to sedate him. Mm. It was, uh, it was, um, it was uh, not a good, <laughs> a no. good couple of days. But I'm kind of like, bah, you were over it now. But I mean, I've got a job. I've got a job to do with this magazine anyway. You know, I mean, who the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who the hell, who the hell else wants this job and, and is going to do it? Aye, <laughs> uh, um, uh, it's one of those, isn't it? It's an, it's a bit of an all-encompassing thing. It's, uh, it's in your face all the time. It'd be all right if you could. You know, you could rattle it off in a couple of weekends. It'd be brilliant, right? but it sounds it sounds like a proper ball ache to me. I mean, I uh, two university theses, and uh, that were enough for me. Thanks. First dissertation, I did that in about four and a half hours on Thursday night before it was being handed in. And uh, <laughs> Christ, no thanks. I felt I had quite a good um, I had a nice trip down to well, down at Stoke and Trent I managed to present the second of the three trucking driver awards to Pete Brown who won the young driver of the year so I got that done and then I went to see um, Craig Evans of Evans Truck Sport who's that a really smart oh. MAN racing truck I particularly like his race truck transporter though which is a Seddon Atkinson Strato yeah. Um, one of the one of the later ones with the Iveco cab, and that's a Aye. that's a cracking looking truck. The whole set was brilliant. So we did the photo shoot on that, which I'm going to factor into truck racing's kind of um, it's it's something that um, it's a proper um, sort of cult. The truck racing, and it's if you don't really know what's going on, and the trucks all flying on the track, you don't know who's in first and who's in last, and things. You need to try and get a bit of background information on what's going on. And once you get to know the people who run the race streams, because they tend to be involved in transport, yeah. the characters know what's going on, then you then you get a better clue about it. So I'm not that big a fan of running race reports in the magazine because they're completely, they won't make any sense to yeah, a lot yeah. of people. But to do those features where you visit somebody, his business rebuilds uh, diesel engines and, well, they do petrol engines and everything. And yeah. All, sort, all sorts of stuff. To, so to get that background, it's the same as doing a kind of normal uh, truck haulage profile feature. So I think, uh, yeah. I think, that's, I think that's definitely the best uh, way to go about um, looking into the truck racing and stuff, certainly from yeah. my point of view, because I've learned a lot. So. Right. Right. It's, it's just a list of names and numbers, really, and it reporting on racing unless you're involved. So, uh, Aye. And everybody that's involved knows what's going on. Anyway, so. mm-hmm. I wonder why it, it tailed off, you know, sort of public excitement about truck racing. See, if you remember, the, in, yeah, in the 80s when Barry Sheen were having a do and all that, it was, it was mega, wasn't it? You know, the, mm. yeah, the attendances were massive. And it's... It's it was, still a lot more interesting than that bloody waste tarmac Formula One, you know, oh, prowling around in a convoy, load of toss. But mm-hmm. public seemed to lose, sort of lose interest in truck racing job, and I'm, I'm not really sure why, because it, it never got any less noisy and less dangerous and less exciting to watch. So I don't know. I don't know what changed. Some deal now, you know, did they? Uh, Aye. Stop advertising it as much, or, or what? Mm. I, don't, I don't know. I think it could be. It could do with some, some more some more promotion around it. I think it mm. looks quite. 
I'm quite well. I'm really excited uh, as of last week to find out that at Convoy on the plane at Thruxton, they're also running a classic British touring car support series to it. Right. And John Cleland, the um, mm. ca- the winner in nineteen ninety five with the Cavalier, um, one of my um, all time sort of motorsport um, heroes, is going to be racing there in a Vectra. And Jim Pocklington has John's. Uh, 1990 BTCC Cavalier that he'll be racing as well. So I'm like, yeah, a weekend mm-hmm. of truck trucks and racing, racing. Yeah, just Vauxhall keep your hands where we can get, see them. Get in. That's that's good stuff. That so. Aye, you see, you're only a young and out. You get excited about that, but it, it'd be all Triumph Dolomites and stuff that got me excited. But anyway. oh, but that was. But does anybody remember the? The, the old tour because you used to get it on grandstand mm. when I watched it which was in the 90s but I, do, I have seen some of the VHS videos and things where you had like the tri-central championship mm. um, where it was um yeah you would have dolomites capris yeah. you would get the odd like a like a big yank tank like a, a big mustang or yeah. something while up into the track and minis as well yeah. and the t- it looked that looked so much fun like the tires and the suspension didn't look much cop they were like sliding and rolling all over the place one of my favorite uh, racers was jerry marshall who was no. do you remember him no no oh, he was a huge uh, oh, i'll send I'll, I'll send you a couple of youtube clips on him he was like he was like six foot five big ginger guy big sideburns he used to race uh, a lot of voxels uh, among other, among other things but you'd always see him at the end of the race with a big cigar and a, a glass of wine or champagne champagne rather Top, top yeah. bloke. Jerry. Jerry, I was... Um, it's the last time I played character. the top for you, Jerry. He, he sadly, but when I got my first job in journalism working for Total Vauxhall magazine in 2005, one of the first things I wanted to do was meet and interview Jerry Marshall, and he sadly passed away just a couple of weeks before I started in the job. So yeah. that, was a, that was a real shame, but a tremendous guy. I'm sure some of the listeners will r- r- know of him. And of course, um, one of the big uh, events happening in the world right now with trucks and drivers, which you may not have heard about because there's quite an um, impressive or um, shocking media blackout on it, and that is the Freedom Convoy, which has been taking place in Canada over the last couple of weeks. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a whole series of events um, which have kicked off because the... Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced that there would be a vaccine mandate where it is compulsory for truck drivers to be vaccinated to be able to cross the border into the United States. And Biden, uh, the Democrats, uh, seem to be up for this as well. Um, Now, the issue with that, of course, is um, why should truckers out of everybody have to have the vaccine now, I'm not anti-vax in any way, shape or form. I've had the three vaccines, um, but I also don't think that anybody should be forced to have an irreversible medical procedure uh, for their job, especially when the vaccine doesn't... St- everybody knows it doesn't stop you getting COVID, it doesn't stop you passing it on. Truckers don't really talk to that many people. They're kind of isolated, you know? It's not like 
people working in hospitals. But I, mm-hmm. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with compulsory vaccinations or anything like that at all. And obviously the truckers don't. So there's been a protest about it, and uh, it's been going on for days. They've block they've blockaded roads. Right. And blockaded roads in and around Ottawa, which is the capital. Uh, Trudeau immediately went into hiding, and so they had to go into isolation. Now the truckers have been really. Uh, there's been a huge amount of support for it, enormous, more than the, the any of the media has been letting on. Uh, the Canadian media is pretty much bought and paid for. I've discovered by uh, the Canadian government. They ploughed a huge amount of money into broadcasters there. Basically, they've been protesting for several days. The Canadian government, the authorities, have completely um, ignored ignored them. Uh, they will not speak to them. They will not enter into any sort of negotiation over this at all. It's You have to be vaccinated if you want to continue with your job. And there's been protests all over Canada in cities and towns everywhere. The whole west of Canada... Um, has been it's been set up politically so Trudeau and his party don't need any votes for a vast swathe of the country as long as he gets it in the east where there's sort of more dense population yeah. and it's they've basically said you know th- there's been idiots um, latched onto the convoy there was a guy with a confederate flag he got uh, told to leave they shut him down there was a um, defacing of war memorials which was also the truckers went back and cleaned them and tidied up and yeah that then go, um, there was a, was a um, GoFundMe uh, got $10 million put, um, donated to it, which was to go to the Trucker Freedom Convoy, and that was closed down, and the money was not allowed to go to them, and now they're sort of in the process of handing it back. So there's been another one set up, but it looks like now it's going to get serious, and they're going to send the police yeah. in. Um, so it's just... T- these are... These are really strange and quite dark times. Well, he's got some form, hasn't he, for being a bit of a knob Trudeau previously, so... Ah, it's um, strange times with with what's going on with the the, the media. Um, I had a laugh. um, If you ever watched CNN, the American broadcaster, uh, the news network, where we say news, news is stretching it quite a bit. Every, well, every single one of their programs just about is sponsored by Pfizer. Yeah, I kid you not. And they're obviously pushing um, what Pfizer mm. want you want you to know for everything. And it's it's really um, cur- I find it really quite alarming. I th- I don't think anybody should be forced to have a uh, to have a medical shot that they don't want. Whether well, I might think say, well, you should, and I think you're stupid because you're not doing it. But it's your it's your right not to, yeah. and it just—you've really got to say what's what could be coming. What could be coming next for it? Trudeau said that they had unacceptable opinions, um, and this uh, before going away to hide. And it looks like it might get a bit nasty, but I don't know where it ends. Uh, what's going to be the conclusion of all of this? Putin and China must be sitting back laughing oh. at this, especially at this point in the pandemic, because yeah. we're a long way through. It's becoming endemic. It's yeah. becoming just like the flu. We need to get on with it. But it's, I don't know why they've picked on this, picked on truckers about it. It's it's really strange. I mean, there's whole one very interesting th- thing I picked up. I've been watching a lot of Russell Brand stuff mm. on YouTube, and you might think Russell Brand, but you know, it, totally not what you would expect at all. He's been extreme, 
like proper journalism stuff yeah. and he's been extremely balanced in what he's been talking about all the articles are well researched he's on there like every day and he's come out and he's he's basically said that what's going on there is unacceptable and he's been talking about a whole wide variety of issues and he, I noticed today on Twitter he's being branded as right wing Russell bloody brand right wing oh do you think yeah so? he's about as, uh, <laughs> as right wing as Michael Foot. as a that's that's just by questioning yeah. the, these these mandates yeah. and uh, and and bizarre, really strange things. But I really hope that the truckers, you know, they were getting told that they were heroes mm. and, and things. And I, I don't know if they just stop, if they just don't work, and the people that are going to help them to fund them, the the Canadians, they're gonna have they're gonna have to sit and talk to them about this. This yeah. is really curious. It's like it's like they're tearing at the sort of fabric of society. Yeah. Why would you want to go and do this? It's yeah, just, they're poking a bear. Also, you know, the government are poking a bear, see what happens, I think. Um, but mm-hmm. if, you know, if these truckers get the support that they need, then Trudeau might have shot himself in his rather appalling little foot. So we'll have to see. I mean, I was amazed when the bugger got back in, but he did. Um, it's because of the, like I mentioned, it's because of the way that they've rigged out the way that the elections yeah. run. Uh, so he basically doesn't need any votes at all from Alberta, from Saskatchewan, yeah. uh, the Northwest Territories. He doesn't need any of that. He has to go and piss off his core support. And with inflation, because the cost of everything's going through the through the roof. I mean, the price of your... I feel bad for people, sort of families and things right now, because the price of Thank shopping... You. I just went into the, the, I mean, down to the co-op just there to get some stuff. 27 quid yeah. for a couple of bags of stuff. There's yeah. no alcohol in it or anything like that. And that's... It's it's yeah heavy heavy going for a lot of, lot of people right now and it's only going to get imagine worse. feeding my lot mm. oh. that and you know we don't go batshit crazy there's not cola and shitloads of biscuits and all the mm. rest of it it's just fodder really for school meals and the rest of it and I bet we easily do 160 a week mm. plus two or three nights calling in at the co-op on the way home. So I bet we're approaching 220, a week. Um, mm. you know, dog nice. food, cat food, us food, you know, washing powder. No, you know, we get through ridiculous amounts of washing powder and the rest of it. And that's bloody expensive. It's an expensive job. And if you're on, you know, 20 grand a year and you're trying to keep a family on that now, that goes, you're knackered. I, you know, you are screwed. That goes nowhere these days I remember when I got my first manager's job at Plum Centre um, and I was on 20 grand a year that was 2002 it was 20 years yeah. ago now and I thought I was like, I thought I was loaded yeah. I was like I have a, I have arrived in yeah. life and I was looking at, you know it's just the money just goes nowhere these mm-hmm. days I went um, you know petrol uh, for the car mm-hmm. £1.47.9 pence per yeah. litre on average I mean that's that's sore, and they were talking. You had these green idiots on as, uh, as well, talking about um, how terrible it was that they were going to be looking into an oil and gas field or something out in the North Sea. And it's like, I'm sorry, but we need this, and we need to be yeah. depend. We need to be self sufficient. Yeah, definitely, and um, we can't be depending on v- Uncle Vlad no. to go and help us out, can we? That's no, he's a very naughty boy, you know. Yes, I, it's all right for the green politicians who are on 80 grand a year, though. It doesn't affect them. No, no, of course it doesn't. Yeah, they all live in Walthamstow. 
don't they? You know, they don't live Quite in big districts or anywhere else. They don't have to worry about it. Do you want to finish off on a slightly lighter yeah, note? Yes. I think we've probably done uh, no good for the morale of the country so far, have we? <laughs> well, Saturday, at the weekend there, um, I was on a date and then I went to England on a road trip um, independently to pick up a new car. And what was his name? Which was uh, the car. The car's name is. Oh wait, aha. Mm. Uh, no, not um, I. Because I, I, um, I'd had a, I'd, I'd a, I'd, um, I'd, I'd thought maybe something was going somewhere in December, but it didn't really. But I was back out. I was good. I was speaking to a nice um, lady there during the week and had a good couple of hours chat with her on the phone. And then I was like, "What are you doing Saturday night? You're up ten inches." Like, no. I said, "Do you want to go for dinner?" So I went out into Edinburgh and went to TGI Fridays, and it kind of just shows you that the non see the the nonsense of like the mask theatre. You walk in and stand at the door, and they're like, "Do you have a mask you can put on?" So I pull my snood up, and they're like six foot away, right? There's a table. So you walk to the table, sit down, and take the mask off. Are you still doing that nonsense up there? <laughs> yeah, in Scotland. Yep, and were, because it was Scotland, Scotland, England at the rugby as well. Yeah. So it was fairly, it was fairly busy, and loads of people were walking in trying to pull their shirt up to cover their mouth to walk to a table, and you're like, "What is this yeah. madness? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. The, what is going on with any of that? You know, what a uh, load of cobblers. Really bizarre. Uh, no, I had a really um, uh, that that was a really nice date. So I'm going to go and see her again. With the cost of living and things going forward as well, I could probably ideally be looking for a housemate to go and uh, dilute the the heating bills and everything somewhat. Yeah. But that's that's put my that's put my morale up quite a bit this week. I must say, I grand. Um, but I, I went to pick up a I went and bought an an, an Astra. Um, from, uh, well, it was a really weird. Um, it goes back to cost of living and downsizing as well. I've got a lot of cars, but I've got my Omega Estate, lovely big car, thirty three thousand miles on it. I've got a Vectra C Estate, which I need to get running, and I've got another Vectra. I'm thinking I'm going to sell all three of them and just keep this Astra. Yeah. But it's a really weird spec. It's a P Reg, so it's a Mark Three, but it's a CDX Estate, and for some reason it's got this super ultra-rare heated black leather Recaro interior that was an option on it. So when I saw that, I just did to have it. Uh, arranged to buy it and then kind of realised it was 465 miles away. Yeah. So it was a 930-mile round trip to go and get the car yesterday uh, <laughs> with my mate Kenzo, who, ne- who very nearly crashed my Vectra into the back of it when we encountered the Freedom Convoy um, <laughs> support run. <laughs> um, so that would have been good lo- wrecking both my cars because there was a, quite a lot of trucks out um, mm. supporting the Canadian truckers. Well, well, not there was a lot of vehicles. It was mostly cars and vans and things. There was only one lorry, um, yeah. and amongst it, as far as I could, as far as I could see. So, yeah, that was a good old long trip. So I'm, I've now got a one a one point six liter Astra. I'm dropping down from a two point two and a two point five. Um, so saving ah, the planet. Things are, things are in the moon. Uh, basically, I you know with this climate emergency that we're having, you know, it's just we all need to sit. We all need to be sitting, be cold, unless you're a rich politician, in which case, Aye. who cares? It doesn't affect me. I'm all right, Jack. You know, that's so, the fella. That's the fella. 
But I so next next week I am out on the road in the Scania R540, one of Scania's demo units, which is about to go out for sale. I'm, I'd, I'd spoken to Jared from Scania about it, and he'd said uh, it's a bit fleet spec, mate. And I was like, fleet spec, and I'm like, what do you what do you mean? Like, I says, it got a fridge. He's like, oh, yeah, it's got a, is it? He says it's got a fridge and a microwave, and I'm like, how the hell is it fleet spec? Um, I was I wouldn't have imagined that, but it's got it's got no sun visor, so yeah. that'll be why it's. That's going to look a bit. Shaved its eyebrows off. It's look a bit. Uh, it looks mental, like. Uh, it, it's not going to look like that. I'm hoping as well. If there's a, I mean, you mean fleet spec? It better not be doing fifty-three mile an hour either, because I'm running for AAD, which tends to be eight and a half hours plus driving a day yeah. for me. So I can't be affording to hang in a bit. But I'm, I'm excited to get a to get a shot of that because I do prefer the R cab in terms of handling compared to the S. Even though you don't get that fantastic massive amount of space, but mm. I'm only out in it for a week. I'm only out in it for a week anyway, so it'll be nice to compare. Yeah. Compare the two. Um. So. Yes, dear listeners, please get in touch. Give us your feedback on anything you'd like to see related to bumper issues, anything we could focus on in particular that I can uh, devote the energies of truck and driver into and get my inspirational juices spurting. (laughs) Any further business from you, good sir? Uh, No, there's nothing exciting on my horizon apart from cucumbers. Uh... Oh, Oh, you're outside. Yeah, I've just got outside. Is it uh, sounding rustic? Yeah, it's super windy. I said, sorry about the... Sorry about the... The, the dodgy bits of sound quality on this it's just the phone fo- it's the phone network you know I mean I think we definitely do need a bit of 5G and if you know maybe maybe I would be prepa- maybe I would be prepared to get a compulsory vaccine if it meant I got um, better phone signal for doing mobile podcasts tinfoil helmet brigade will be after you now you've endorsed 5G oh dearie me they're coming for as, you as, as endorsed is endorsing 5G a leftist thing or a rightist thing? Tricky. It's hard to know, isn't it? Oh, I don't even know. I don't even know. Right, you sound like you're dropping your kicks. Oh, no, I've just been to put some stuff in bin because I'm a good lad. No, that's it, I'm done. Um, oh. Cool. And on that I'm out well, of breath going to that bin. That's, that's a nightmare. There's nothing on my agenda. Um, apart from this is going for a service. I've had it six months. I thought we'd throw it in for a... A service at next gen scan here stuff. Barnsley. So it's going in Friday night if I can get back and finished in good time. Oil and filters and all that business and a proper investigation as to why my fuel consumption's um, waned or uh, increased. No. Yeah. I'm, uh, mm. I'm down at nine ish now, average, and I was 10 plus. So just want to have a. Yeah. Have a look, see. Oh, definitely, definitely need to get a look into that. Maybe fuel filters that are related, maybe something like that. When I'm from, uh, in winter, we t- you know we run heavy, you know seriously heavy. Top end set. Yeah, top end set was done in August, so it won't be that. It was, yeah. Um, oh, Gav, the next gen mentioned yeah. something about a throttle control, something or the other day. So he's going to have a look at that anyway. I don't know because it was all cables and stuff on Froden, so we know where we are with that, but um, this mm. business, I don't know. Um, Science and magic. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to get a yep. service to 
oils and filters and that ready for a busy summer because I imagine if it's anything like last summer, it's going to be busy. So we'll not get much chance for any workshop time. So that's uh, that's good to go. Mm -hmm. And that also puts a bit of pressure on me getting uh, bits painted and bits added and bits taken away. We um, <sighs> It's not just a five-minute job when you're working it every day. You know, to get front lockers out and headlining mm. drop to put these lights on the roof and add some more air-ons and this and that. So mm. it all seems a bit uh, impractical and just nonsensical to do stuff like that really when you're working it. But if it's what gets you through the week, then that's what you must do and that's mm. what we want to be on with. So I imagine cupboards and headlining will have to come down to add air-ons because we're two up there but one four up there, mm. and, you know, bugger. This is the thing, isn't it? When you're buying brand new, if you think about it, before you start, you can get all this stuff done from off and then it's done. You know, yeah. you buy second hand. Mm -hmm. This is what you've got to look forward to, unless you're just going to keep it as is. But mm -hmm. I used to get yeah. a little t a little tingle in, the, in a special place every morning when I got to gate to unlock gate and Gertie was sitting behind it, you know, and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not just at the tingly phase with this still now when I come and open gate in the morning, it's just like a big white bed for it. So um, I need to do <laughs> some bits and bobs with it. So, you know, that feeling when you walk away across uh, services to garage to get a coffee and you, and you can't help looking back, you know, mm -hmm. I, Oh, it's a good yeah, feeling. I, that. I had years uh -huh. of looking back and thinking, "Oh, look at mm -hmm. that!" Now I just go get a coffee, and I'm kind of lumbered with this modern Euro Six thing I'm a jig, so I'm gonna have to get to like it or, uh, oh no! But no, we'll uh, personalise it a bit more. Think of it summer and see where we get. But it's just a bit difficult when we're busy. So, and there's nothing mm -hmm. to be uh, cadged. Currently, nobody's got anything, you know, uh, demo-wise. It's just impossible. So we're just going to have to do bits when we can. Mm -hmm. Ah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Cool. Well, I shall let you get on. Uh, let's start in the morning and everything. And dear listeners, we shall try our very best to try and get some time lined up of a weekend when we're both at home so we could sit and uh, get some, some more material recorded for you guys. Thanks very much for supporting the podcast and the magazine. Please do get in touch, um, reference any of the ideas that were mentioned tonight or anything. Um, let me know your thoughts on the Freedom Convoy and things if you want, but it's all been good on out there and everything. Um, yeah, thanks very much. Cheers, Chris. I shall catch up with you again next time. Shalom. Charles. Thanks for listening to the Truck and Driver podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To keep up to date with the latest news, 100% for drivers, visit truckanddriver.co.uk, where you can also subscribe to the print edition of Truck and Driver magazine, which publishes on the last Friday of every month. The Truck and Driver podcast is produced by Sound Rebel. To find out more, please visit soundrebel.co.uk.